Welcome to the Live to 110 podcast. My name is Wendy Myers, and you can find me at livetoo110.com. And you can find this video podcast on the YouTube channel, Wendy Live to 110. Please go there and subscribe. And you can also find the video on the corresponding blog post on my website. Today, we have Dr. Carolyn Dean on the show. She's the author of The Magnesium Miracle and is an expert on magnesium. And we're going to be talking about the importance of magnesium and why everyone is so deficient and how medications deplete magnesium and how magnesium and other minerals are essential to our health and functioning. You cannot be healthy without ingesting adequate levels of magnesium on a daily basis. Please keep in mind that this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease or health condition and is not a substitute for professional medical advice. Uh, please consult your healthcare practitioner before engaging in any treatment that we suggest today on the show. I'm so happy I finally launched my online health program called Body Bio Rehab. You can learn more at bodybiorehab.com. And I created this program because I wanted just a simple online program to help people to improve their energy, to improve their sleep, give them a, a four week meal plan so they can follow a paleo diet for about a month. Um, also to reduce brain fog and begin reversing their health conditions. And I've got many, many different uh, modules in the program. There's six different modules with about 30 different lessons, a very comprehensive program to teach you all about the basics of health and all the things that you need to be doing to live a healthy life, a healthy, long, disease-free life. So go check it out at bodybiorehab.com. Dr. Carolyn Dean is our guest today. She's not only a medical doctor, she's also a naturopath, an herbalist, acupuncturist, nutritionist, lecturer, consultant, and author. She has a thriving practice uh, over the phone. Uh, she lives in Maui and Hawaii. Very jealous. Uh, Carolyn Dean, MDND, is the author of uh, 110 Kindle books and 33 health books including The Magnesium Miracle and Invisible Minerals, Part 1 and 2. Dr. Dean is on the Medical Advisory Board of the nonprofit educational site, Nutritional Magnesium Association. Her magnesium outreach has won her an award from the Heart Rhythm Society in the UK for outstanding medical contribution to cardiac rhythm management. Dr. Dean has a free online newsletter and a valuable online two-year wellness program called Completement Now. Um, find out more at Dr. Dean's website, drcarolindean.com, and her RNA drops, Remag, Relight, and Realign at her website, rnareset.com. Dr. Dean, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, thank you, Wendy. Thank you for inviting me. It, it saved me having to fly to the mainland <laughs> that we're able to do it this way over <laughs> Skype. <laughs> yeah, and you're a very good friend of Morley Robbins, yes. Well, Morley, as I say to people, I infected him with magnesium, <laughs> and he's never been the same since. And yeah. he, he made a huge study and still makes a huge study of magnesium and the importance of it. And I said to Morley, just get the information out there and tell as many people as you can. And the word is spreading. Actually, just today in Medscape, the medical online information um, news source and forum, uh, a well-known cardiologist, I think he is, he finally spoke up for magnesium 
And that's huge. I'm going to blog it later on. And so it's very huge when doctors do get involved because um, they have been misinformed about magnesium. When medicine, allopathic medicine focuses on drugs, they really turn their back on nutrients. Yeah. But you well know that minerals, they're the foundation of the, you know, the function of the body, the electrical activity, the structure of the body. But in medical school, and I went to medical school, so I know firsthand, they did not talk about nutrients. But in the biochemistry, and I had 200 hours of biochemistry in my medical training, and all the diagrams that show the biochemistry and the biochemical activity of the body, each step in progression for certain cycles requires vitamins and minerals. And the most required mineral is magnesium. 700 to 800 different enzyme systems require magnesium. And by enzyme systems, I don't mean the enzymes that break down your food in your stomach. I mean the biochemistry, the things like the Krebs cycle. Krebs cycle, some people may know, um, creates your energy, your ATP, adenosine triphosphate. Six out of eight of the steps of the Krebs cycle require magnesium. So when you see people talking about, oh, we should be taking coenzyme Q10, we should be taking this for the Krebs cycle, that for the Krebs cycle, if they don't say you should be taking magnesium, they've got it wrong. And unfortunately, in allopathic medicine and even in natural medicine, we've, we've ignored magnesium. And it may be because there's no really good blood test for it. Yeah. It may be because um, most of the magnesium that has been used in the research studies is magnesium oxide. Most of the pre prescribed magnesium is magnesium oxide, and only 4% of magnesium oxide is even absorbed. So the rest of the 96% will go through the intestines and will cause the laxative effect. And people say, oh, that's a side effect of magnesium. When you, when you reach the laxative effect, you should stop. Your body has enough. And it's just nowhere near true because I've been working with people. And if we can get them saturated with, with magnesium, that's when the miracles occur. Yeah, well, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and your, your mission to educate people about magnesium? <laughs> yeah, right. I dove right in there. <laughs> well, my name is Carolyn. <laughs> um, basically, I was studying uh, natural medicine in my teens. So, I mean, that's going back, you know, 50 years <laughs> that I've been interested in, in nutrition and lifestyle and when I was in high school the, back then in the 60s, uh, even though I was vice president of the student council because a woman could not be president of the student council back then, and I was in the top three all the time of marks, on and on and on, my guidance counselors told me that I could be a, an executive secretary or a nurse. So by the time <laughs> I grew out of that misinformation and fortunately I did a year of get this 
secretarial science in university. <laughs> so I got my typing and my shorthand. So by the time I went to medical school, I shorthanded every word they said, and I knew everything. I memorized and, you know, had it in my brain. So anyway, through medical school, I was not dissuaded. Um, uh, I was not turned away from nutrition and lifestyle and and just getting the right nutrients. So when I went in my uh, into my medical practice in 1979, I right away was operating as a naturopath, and I'd already had naturopathic courses and continued them. So it was always giving people the natural options and choices, and, and oftentimes just a lot of common sense and just telling people, you know, rest, go home. I would more often write prescriptions for for taking a week off work, a prescription to a woman's <laughs> husband to do the dishes, a prescription <laughs> to go to the spa every week. I hardly ever wrote um, drug prescriptions because there's there's so many options and choices. And in my naturopathic work, I learned acupuncture, homeopathy, hair analysis. I learned all the the things that can support people to stay healthy. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about magnesium. Uh, you wrote a book called The Magnesium Miracle. So I take it you're an expert on magnesium. <laughs> so. Yes, I. I apparently am, and I'm the most outspoken, I think. And actually, that reminds me calling me an expert because a couple of months ago, I was invited to an experts conference in California, uh, about a dozen, only a dozen of the top researchers and experts in magnesium came together. And we're trying to figure out how do we get the word out there? How do we get better studies? How do we get better testing? Because as I mentioned earlier, the blood testing for magnesium that's done only measures 1% of the magnesium in the body. That little bit of magnesium in your bloodstream keeps your heart um, properly balanced with calcium, keeps your muscles from twitching, it helps uh, make you sleep properly at night. It does hundreds and hundreds of things, but we don't measure it properly. The best measurement is um, ionized magnesium tests that's only in research labs. I sort of uh, bridged the gap between the serum magnesium, which is not very good, and the ionized magnesium uh, test, which is not available, with a magnesium RBC blood test. And it's helpful, especially if people are on a lot of medications, for them to see just where their magnesium is. And even that test, if they take that test to their doctor and the range in the lab is usually about 4.2 to 6.8 milligrams per deciliter of blood. So 4.2 to 6.8. If they come back 4.2 and they take their test to their doctor, the doctor says, oh, you're okay, you're in the range. However, at at least 80% of the population is deficient in magnesium. So when you when you get that range in the lab, it's measuring the sick population, yep. the population that's deficient. So I tell people, look, you want to be up there around 6.0 to 6.5, even higher. But 
people do pay sometimes more attention to blood tests than their own symptoms. I have on um, on blogs and in my Magnesium Miracle book a list of a hundred factors that relate to magnesium deficiency. I tell people look at those factors, look at your symptoms, and start supplementing with magnesium. Sometimes I just say to people, look, just soak your feet in Epsom salts and see how your body and your symptoms improve just with that little bit of magnesium. Because I'll tell you, Wendy, people will come to me on a dozen different medications and say that they're afraid to try magnesium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know what happens when you start to take magnesium? You'll feel different. You may feel so different that you're afraid that it's another symptom. Yeah. You'll start waking up. You'll start, you know, things may start to tingle and shift. And, and you'll think, oh, no, it's more symptoms because we're so focused on symptoms. And I cover that as well in my books and on, online in my blogs with a blog that's called When Magnesium Makes Me Worse. Yeah. And magnesium doesn't make you worse. It's just sort of a grabber. Uh, what's happening is um, you actually may be taking vitamin D along with your magnesium. And the vitamin D will pull in calcium and block your magnesium. If you're taking high doses of calcium or if you have done over the years, that calcium will block your magnesium. If you take enough magnesium, it will actually dissolve your calcium. And we've got a real problem in our um, mostly our female population because women have been told for decades to take thousands of milligrams of calcium supplements. That was me for a long time. Yep. And in the past um, decade, there have been at least six major studies showing that women who simply ingest calcium supplements are at a higher risk for heart disease. Mm -hmm. And what they don't really put in the headlines, it's heart disease, it's heel spurs, it's kidney stones, and it's breast tissue calcification. So women who um, take supplements like calcium, calcium supplements are usually just about 4% absorbed. So the other 96% does go into creating constipation and it does precipitate in soft tissues. So this breast tissue calcification all of a sudden is diagnosed as a pre-pre-cancer condition, DCIS, DCIS disseminated something or other in the breast tissues. So what does that mean? More mammograms, more breast tissue biopsies because calcification in the breast has been equated with breast cancer. Yeah. So we've created such a scary situation with the calcium and the magnesium could help. I mean, you can take it by mouth. You can actually spray magnesium liquid or magnesium oil on the breast to help breast tissue calcification. Yeah. I made the mistake of uh, spraying magnesium oil on my thighs <laughs> one time. Mm -hmm. And uh, my thighs, they started itching really, really bad and stinging really bad. I think it's a better idea to soak your feet in it. <laughs> right, right. Yes, it's like going in a, into the ocean and then letting the, the salt water dry on your skin and stay there for days. 
And yes, there are, there's magnesium liquids that don't cause uh, that type of itching, but a lot of them do. And it used to be that it was magnesium oils that you, you're talking about there. Um, that used to be one of the only ways of getting magnesium, enough magnesium into you uh, without causing the laxative effect. So I wrote about that in the second edition of my Magnesium Miracle book. In the in the 2014 edition, I talk about a, a different products that I've been working with that uh, do not have the laxative effect. So people have many choices now, which is wonderful about the Internet because people can find uh, choices, find products that suit their metabolism. Why don't you talk about your magnesium line? Uh, you've got several products, the, the Remag and some other supplements. Why don't you talk about that? Mm, uh, thank you, Wendy. Yes, um, Remag is a magnesium product. Um, I personally have uh, heart palpitations and leg cramps if I don't get enough magnesium. But what I found is even taking one pill or one teaspoon of a magnesium powder, I would get the laxative effect. So I have a bowel sensitivity to magnesium. It does not mean I had enough magnesium because I got the laxative effect. It, it really means uh, people who have mild IBS or, or some sort of bowel problem, sometimes they just can't take the magnesium. And what happens is they end up having to take intravenous magnesium in order to get enough magnesium. So for about 10 years, I was looking for um, a type of magnesium that had no laxative effect, was concentrated enough, was in high enough um, milligram dosage to saturate. So anyway, I finally created um, what I call a picometer-sized magnesium. It's like a billionth um a uh, billionth of a meter. It's so tiny. It's the same size as the cell mineral ion channels. Mm -hmm. Like the cell um, only has little openings for, for minerals so that it doesn't get flooded. So the picometer magnesium in I stabilized ionic form gets into the cells, saturates them. But in the process, actually, it does qu quite a lot. It'll kick out extra calcium it will kick out chemicals and heavy metals like mercury so there is some detox effect of something like remag which is very beneficial to people because um, some people are so sensitive that they can't take the the major uh, intravenous chelation products that are out there they get very sick with them so it serves a number of purposes. And after I had such good results with the Remag, I mean, getting people off intravenous magnesium that they had to take onto Remag and doubling their blood uh, uh, levels of magnesium uh, were some of the, the reactions to the Remag. So then I decided to get the chemists to make a multiple mineral. And that's called the uh, Relight, and it's now changed to Remite, R-E-M-Y-T-E, just a, a trademark thing going on there. So with the minerals, I mean, I've been at this, as I said earlier, since um, 1979 was when I went into medical practice. But I've been studying for 50 years. And it's only in the past couple of years using the Remag and Remite 
to really get well-absorbed minerals into the body that I've really seen people and help people's health improve because minerals, for example, nine minerals are required for the thyroid. It's not just iodine. It's not just iodine and selenium. There are nine minerals. And when people finally get these minerals in the body, they can actually get off thyroid medication, which is what happened to me. I was able to get off my arm or thyroid. So it's, there's a lot going on, but I, I also really promote, um, sea salt in water or Himalayan salt in water. Um, sometimes I'm telling people, look, sip your sea salt water, put your feet in Epsom salts and start feeling better and drink enough water. Because when we tell people that they're going to be detoxing um, with the Remag, uh, pushing out minerals, you have to have enough water in your body to flush things out. And what I'm sure you're used to seeing, when people don't have enough minerals, they can actually drink and drink and drink and still feel dehydrated and actually build up fluid in their ankles or, you know, even if your skin doesn't uh, bounce back after you pull it up like that, if you have thick skin in your wrists, that's fluid retention. But if you have enough minerals that go into your cells, like sea salt minerals, in my case, remag minerals and remite minerals, then those minerals pull fluid water in after them. The met metabolic functions go along smoothly. Some of that water is used up in metabolism. And then you urinate, urinate out the waste products. You, it's not just water going in and water going out, like a lot of people say. I have folks, when they get proper mineralization, saying they don't even get up at night anymore to use the bathroom. And they're not going to the bathroom every hour or more. So minerals, yes, it's all, to me, it, it starts with minerals. There are, you know, certainly there are other things that I talk about, but until I see people saturated with minerals, I, I don't go into too much more except uh, yeast overgrowth. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you're aware of that, the importance of yeast and how yeast toxins can block our hormones. They can block the thyroid and the adrenals and the sex hormones and mimic those hormones. So I pay a lot of attention to yeast overgrowth as well. Yeah, yeah. I, most of my clients have some degree of yeast overgrowth. Uh, when your body's vitality declines, uh, these infections mm -hmm. are opportunistic and can take hold, take root. Mm -hmm. uh, so can you tell us why everyone today is so magnesium deficient? Hmm. It's because it's no longer in the soils. Even organic farmers, if they don't put minerals in their soils, the plants just don't have minerals. There's much more calcium in the soil than there is magnesium, so there's an imbalance right there. Then when you cook foods, um, you lose magnesium. Magnesium, if you recall, in high school chemistry, they, get, they would give us a strip of magnesium and you light it up to your Bunsen burner and it just explodes. Yeah, I remember that experiment. <laughs> yeah, that's magnesium. And magnesium is a, a huge part of fireworks. So it burns off real quickly. And the example I give to people about um, plants and magnesium is I have clients who've been on the 
crazy 140 ounces of green drink a day program. And they come to me with heart palpitations and leg cramps. And I tell them they're magnesium deficient. They don't believe me. They do the blood test. They're deficient. Because even though they're drinking organic green juices, those plants do not have enough magnesium for them to sustain magnesium in their blood or in their muscles and then they suffer the magnesium deficiency symptoms and from head to toe it's crazy when you go to a doctor with magnesium deficiency symptoms and it's migraine headaches it's esophageal spasms it's heart palpitations it's high blood pressure it's it's tissue calcifications it's kidney stones it's uh, cramping and irritability of the intestines it's it's toe cramps, it's tingling, it's muscle twitches. I mean, people are just sometimes bedridden with all these symptoms and doctors will just medicate each symptom one at a time until then you're suffering from side effects from medications. And a lot of the side effects from medication these, these days are magnesium deficiency symptoms. I don't know if you follow drug side effects, but... What's most prominent is cardiovascular side effects of drugs. And to me, uh, heart side effects are related to magnesium deficiency. Uh, The heart muscle, uh, most of the magnesium in the body is in the heart. The highest levels are in the heart. So that means something or it should mean something to people. And if there's not enough magnesium, the heart starts going into twitches and spasms. It'll start triggering uh, extra pacemakers in the heart, which will cause atrial fibrillation and heart palpitations. It will cause angina. It can cause a heart attack. I mean, you, you only have to look at athletes who run big marathons, get very um, depleted with all the sweating They don't replace magnesium in their electrolytes. It's mainly sugar and salt. And they they die of an electrical um, misconductivity and irregularity in their heart. And then, you know, the specialists are scratching their heads. Oh, well, we don't know what the cause is this because they don't really pay attention to the electrolytes. They'll, they'll give lip service to sodium and calcium and chloride, but they don't even measure magnesium when they measure electrolytes. Yeah, it's insane to me that people that go into hospitals with cardiac events, that they don't <laughs> measure their magnesium and administer magnesium. It's, it's just preposterous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's even a duplicity there in my Magnesium Miracle book. I talk about a, a several magnesium trials where they give intravenous magnesium at the onset of a heart attack and they stop the atrial fibrillation or the um, heart palpitations that can be created with a heart attack. They stop the spread of the damage in the heart. Um, there's all kinds of benefits to that. Um, IV given immediately after a heart attack. And then there comes along these studies that say, uh, well, let's measure a drug uh, reaction uh, along with the magnesium and see how they compare. And what I see when I read the fine print of the study is they won't give magnesium for a day or two after the event. 
which completely throws it off. And, and um, you know, it's an erroneous study, but then they'll say, oh, but it doesn't work as well as the drug or, or it works just as well as the drug. So we might as well use the drug because we know more about the drug. But then um, another thing I wrote about in Magnesium Miracle was um, when women go into labor and start experiencing um, high blood pressure, fluid retention, and seizures, or they may be experiencing it you know, weeks uh, before their labor. What are they given to reduce the blood pressure, get rid of the fluid retention, stop the seizures? Intravenous magnesium. So they, they have it right in front of them. They have the answers, but they don't apply it. They don't give magnesium to people with high blood pressure, and they don't give it to people with seizures, and they don't give it to people with fluid retention. And they're really missing out on helping a lot of people. But it's, it's as I said before, they don't use the right um, test to measure it. And if they give magnesium, they give the ones that create diarrhea, and people don't want that happening. Yeah. So. There, uh, that's why I appreciate being on your show because I can get information out there to people to show them that they can just simply read the information. Um, you know, the information I provide is most of it is free. You can buy my Magnesium Miracle book, but you don't have to. You just uh, put my name in Google and Magnesium, and I've written hundreds and hundreds of uh, of articles about magnesium that show you what how you can benefit, and actually I have some free eBooks on um, on my website or on my RNA Reset website with my products. So I'm all about educating people so that you can get the right information. And my um, customer service person and I were talking the other day. It's not really a matter of you doing more and more research about magnesium because you put magnesium in there and you're going to get all kinds of even contradictory information. You're going to get people who say magnesium is dangerous. Don't take it if you have kidney disease and heaven forbid people with kidney disease really need magnesium, but they do need a magnesium that's well absorbed and doesn't cause a laxative effect. So that's a game where I come back to my remag. It's, you know, I really try to get people to understand that if you're having problems with your magnesium, if you're still having symptoms, it's not that you're saturated and your body's trying to get rid of the excess. You just may not have the right type of magnesium for your condition. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about high blood pressure um, because I know for many people that have high blood pressure, they can simply take magnesium and dramatically improve uh, their blood pressure regulation. But mm-hmm. by taking uh, the diuretic pill and uh, blood pressure lowering medication, they actually mm-hmm. severely deplete magnesium and make their condition worse. Can you talk a little bit about that? Right. Yes, that's a very good point because that's um kind of the entry point of most people in taking a lot of medication uh, is when they're they're stressed and tense they've lost a lot of magnesium due to their stress the magnesium keeps the smooth muscles of the blood vessels relaxed if you don't have enough magnesium your blood vessels just start 
tightening up and getting smaller and you can you can push less blood through them so your pressure goes up it's just a it's a hemodynamic um, natural occurrence so low magnesium your blood vessels tighten up your blood pressure goes up you go to your doctor your blood pressure's up the doctor doesn't say you know how's your how is your stress level the doctor never asks if you're taking magnesium but just get uh, a prescription going right away because your blood pressure is up because that's the only um, only mechanism they know for blood pressure and like you say it's usually a diuretic a diuretic will drain off more fluid and drain off your minerals they may say well you're going to lose some sodium and potassium so eat bananas but they never tell a person about magnesium so a month later you come back you've drained off more magnesium your blood pressure might even be higher your doctor will say oh we caught your blood pressure just in time you need two more blood pressure drugs because it's resistant to the diuretic what they'll do is give you a calcium channel blocker a calcium channel blocker a natural one is magnesium magnesium balances out calcium and they'll give you an ACE inhibitor which is another way of trying to block your blood pressure at the kidney level so you've got three drugs now you go back uh, two months later to have blood tests to make sure the the drugs aren't harming your liver but all of a sudden they find your blood sugar is elevated and your cholesterol is elevated and the doctor again will say oh good we just caught your diabetes and we caught your high cholesterol. Here's two more drugs. Without a thought in their head that actually those three drugs have drained so much magnesium that now your blood sugar is elevated because of magnesium deficiency and your cholesterol is elevated because of magnesium deficiency. Even in the, in the medical texts, one of the signs of diabetes is low magnesium. And one of the, the ways that you can control cholesterol is with magnesium because the same enzyme that is killed by statin drugs for cholesterol, that same enzyme is balanced by magnesium. So it's, it's this crazy scenario. And when I speak about this scenario or write about it, people say, oh, my gosh, that's exactly what happened to me or my dad or my mom. I mean, it's just it is so crazy that this keeps happening and doctors just don't get it. And what's more, what they'll say to people is you can never go off your medications because you'll just get worse and worse and worse. That is a lie. I, I, I hate that lie that so many people are told about so many different medications. Yeah. But but just I'll quickly wrap up because I know I'm going on and on and no, on. No, no, we, we want you to go on and on. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, thank you. Uh, why they say don't come off your drugs is because they never see people getting better. And they don't get better because of the drugs, because of the magnesium deficiency. And they are then patients are never get given the opportunity to get better by going off their drugs and, and taking magnesium. And I mean, how do I get around that? I, I don't even say to my uh, clients or my blog readers, you have to get off your drugs. What I say, and I wrote this in a recent blog about getting... Uh, weaning off your medications is 
take the remag and relight. I also have a very gentle detox formula. I have RNA drops, which is a very interesting product for helping you make make better cells, healthier cells. I say, go on my four products. That's all you need to make you feel better. And once you start feeling better, your blood pressure will be consistently better, even on your drugs. Because usually on your drugs, your, your blood pressure is still abnormal. So as your blood pressure normalizes, then you'll, you and your doctor both will want to get you off your blood pressure meds because you don't want your blood pressure going too low on those meds. You don't need your meds if your blood pressure is normal. And same with cholesterol, same with blood sugar. So I tell people get healthy on the, on these products first. And then you can wean off your medications because these, what happens when he, with most people is they get so sick on their drugs, they feel so bad, they just quit them cold turkey, and then they feel even worse. Even if they do start magnesium after they quit their drugs, which is what some people counsel, they say, oh, you better not take magnesium along with your drugs. You know, there could be an interaction. Oh, my gosh. I mean, magnesium is like food. And, you know, why would you want to stop eating your food? So that's my, I'm on my soapbox now. I yeah. know, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I wanted to get on your soapbox and rant, everybody. Um, so how much magnesium do we need per day? Well, we need a lot. The RDA is about 300 to 400 milligrams a day, maybe 20% of that is absorbed from our food sources. So at the cellular level, what are we getting? So I tell people, since you're lucky these days to get about 200 from your food, whereas 100 years ago we were getting 500. Um, nowadays I say people probably need about 700, 800 milligrams of magnesium. I personally, most days, have to take 900 milligrams of my Remag, which is 100% absorbed. So I need a lot of it to keep um, keep myself under under magnesium saturation. There are some of us that that we just lose magnesium. You know, high metabolic rate. You know, sensitive intestines. So it it really does depend on how you feel. Um, I tell people they may need. Um, three, four hundred, and then see how they feel for a week or so on that. And actually, the, the types of people who come to my products, they're very ill. They're very complex. They've tried so many things. They're very sensitive. So I even tell some people, look, just start with 10 drops of Remag. Each drop has 2.5 milligrams, so that's 25 milligrams of magnesium. And that's enough to start revving up, you know, some of these hundreds of enzyme functions in the body. And you don't want to, you don't want to go from, you know, kind of, well, being in a wheelchair to riding a, a, in a Maserati. Is that the name of that? Yeah, well, sure do. <laughs> you don't want to put your foot down on the, on the gas pedal too fast. So 
it's like with with any good thing you want to do it slowly and gently because you know some people even though i make that announcement all the time it's on the labeling it's on my free book about remag people say oh my gosh i took a teaspoon of remag i thought you know it'd be okay and i'm all stirred up and i say well at least you know it's working yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> it's something is helping but you know i really caution people just just to go slowly like they should with anything they take. And what form of magnesium is the Remag? It's a magnesium chloride. Okay. And that's the, the basic sea, um, sea salt uh, magnesium. It's, it is one of the best absorbed. Uh, but in, in the way it's manufactured for me, it's uh, stabilized at the ionic level. So what that means is you've got your Mg and your Cl, which is magnesium chloride. And the, um, the processing it goes through uh, separates the magnesium and chloride, stabilizes them. So now your stabilized magnesium ions, which are that picometer size, they can dive right into the cells and be immediately activated. And, you know, one of the other amazing things about a product like this is it doesn't even matter if you have a leaky gut because you don't even need your gut for absorption. You start absorbing in your mouth and your esophagus in your stomach because I've heard some practitioners say, well, you have a leaky gut, so don't even bother taking nutrients because you're not absorbing any, which is crazy because you really need your minerals to start your body, structure, function, and electrical conductivity. You need your minerals for all those functions in the body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What kind of, what are your favorite forms of magnesium? Of course, we know you love Remag. Um, but you know, there's lots of people taking different forms of magnesium. There's mm-hmm. many, many different forms. What are your, right. maybe your top two or three preferred right. forms of magnesium? Well, after the Remag magnesium chloride, it is the magnesium citrate, you know, the magnesium citrate powder, which the, uh, natural calm product that you know about and they've done a great job that they're very good company high integrity and with that product um, you put it in water and you stir it up and you you can actually sip it through the day and that decreases the um the laxative effect and the same with remag because it, it is a liquid to start with you you put it in water and you can sip it through the day and that means you're not taking one dose all at once which um in the case of the magnesium citrate powders can cause a diarrhea and then i would go with the uh, transdermal forms remag can be put in a spray bottle and sprayed anywhere in the body and what I say about spray forms is, um, you know, say you have a painful wrist, you spray it on, maybe tap it in so it doesn't run over the sides, let it dry, spray again, let it dry, spray, let it dry. After four or five applications, a painful area will actually, the inflammation will go and the pain will go away. We've had, you know, many, many reports. There is... Um, the ancient minerals, magnesium uh, chloride uh, sprays, they call it a magnesium oil. What I tell people who have the reaction that you did with the itching and irritation is to dilute it. 
you know, yeah. dilute it with uh, distilled water is the best thing to dilute it with and just go from there. Uh, you can spray your whole body with the um, remag and actually that doesn't cause um, as much irritation, but you can spray your whole body with magnesium oil, leave it on for half an hour and then take your shower. A half an hour is usually enough time for the absorption. But what's what's interesting about the magnesium oil forms is that you can actually get diarrhea from uh, spraying or from an Epsom salt bath because it's still not the picometer ionic form. When it's absorbed into the body, it still has to be ionized to get fully into the cells. So when you get the laxative effect, then your body just is not able to absorb enough of it. And um, in my experience with the magnesium oils, people just, they, it's just too, it's too much trouble and they really can't do it two and three times a day um, to get enough to match what you can get by taking something like a remag by mouth. So I tell people, look, do both. You know, spray it on, take baths, take foot baths, take some natural calm, but also add some of the remag to, to get that last bit into your cells to really change your clinical symptoms. Do you like magnesium glycinate? Because I've read that that helps to raise RBC or red blood cell magnesium. Right, right. Well, the glycinate, that was the one that people used um, for a less laxative effect. What I found uh, for myself, it, it does cause a laxative effect in me, so it's not 100%, and what's not 100% absorbed. And I find I, I would have to take about 15 pills a day in order to get my therapeutic effect. So um, I go by that, and what people tell me is that, yes, the magnesium glycinate helped to a certain extent, but then when they added something like the Remag, then um, they got a much more therapeutic effect. So, I mean, people just have to try different forms. But, yes, the uh, what are we talking about? Magnesium citrate, the glycinate, the, the Remag, magnesium chloride. Um, some people even will take the magnesium oxide for its laxative effect. You know, if you're constipated, that will really help. But then... You really have to be careful of, of getting diarrhea when you take magnesium because then you're draining out even more minerals. Yeah. And if you're taking a magnesium oxide, also take a remag to get the magnesium into your cells, not just flushing out your intestines. What about the magnesium O7 that you find in products called mm -hmm. Oxy Powder? Are you familiar with those? They're, they have a very much a laxative effect that uses right. intestinal cleansers. Right. Yeah, I'm pr I have looked them up. And like you said, I'm pretty sure they're an oxide form. So it's it's yeah. like a flushing and a cleanser. Yeah, yeah they are and oxide. Right. And even um, like magnesium citrate, some doctors will just say, oh, magnesium, it's just a laxative because they're just used to the citrate forms where you take 3,000 milligrams instead of 300 or 600. You're taking 3,000, which is what causes the, the, the flushing of the bowels before you take a colonoscopy. <laughs> so they just know it as a laxative. 
And that's how far behind the doctors are. I mean, I have doctors who are emailing me or emailing customer service all the time just saying, this stuff is amazing and I'm so glad I found it. But they're, they're few and far between. Uh, the doctors that really understand magnesium. And that's why, again, it's important uh, shows like yours to educate people to understand the importance of magnesium and other minerals. Because we we can't forget that other minerals are important as well. And um, I have people telling me, and, and I was an example of this as well, when I just took magnesium, I, I needed like three teaspoons a day, let's say, which is 900 milligrams. And when I started taking my Relite with all the other minerals, I only needed two teaspoons most days. So what I was doing with my magnesium was actually treating other mineral deficiencies with higher doses of magnesium. So that's one thing people might be doing as well. And you know, I know I'm I'm throwing out a lot of information, but this this is how much information is available on magnesium and and how we're forgetting about it. I, I haven't even talked about the drugs that are made with fluoride molecules to make them stronger. Like Prozac, and, Prozac yeah, is one. right. Um, Cipro, certain uh, anesthetics that are used in surgery hay fever drugs, um, statin drugs. And the fluoride in these drugs has the potential to bind with magnesium as an insoluble brittle chemical or compound, brittle compound that will deposit in bones, make your bones brittle, deposit in tendons and cartilage and lead to the, the Cipro side effect, which is tendon rupture. So the drugs we're taking with the fluoride, I mean, they're, they're an abomination. And all the antidepressants, all of them have fluoride, mm-hmm. including Prozac, except for Zoloft. Zoloft doesn't. Right. And even if they don't have fluoride, all drugs will put an extra strain on the liver to help detoxify those drugs. And... It, it's it's a thing that uh, amazes me. When I first started my practice in 1979, I thought, well, you know, in, in a few years, doctors will know about, more about nutrients and they'll tar- start prescribing them. But actually, the opposite happened. So we've come to a point where, where nutrients are being vilified and doctors uh, don't know anything about them. And unfortunately, if... Doctors have not learned something in medical school. They deny it. And they they say, well, I learned everything in medicine, so what you're talking about is it doesn't exist or it's quackery. And also doctors ignore side effects of drugs. They actually start treating drug side effects with, with more medication. So you've got the statin drugs, which have fluoride in them. Some of them do. That caused um, that caused you to need Viagra. So you you get these statin drugs that deplete the body of um, the necessary cholesterol to make our hormones and to to coat every cell in the body with a fatty membrane to coat your the neurons in your brain with a necessary fatty membrane. So with statin drugs, you start having symptoms of um, 
of uh, infertility in women and in men, uh, erectile dysfunction, and also symptoms of Alzheimer's and memory problems affecting the brain. So it's it, it, it totally boggles me that doctors are, are so focused on drugs now that they're missing the importance of nutrients, especially minerals. Can you take too much magnesium? No. Um, as we talked about many times, you actually have a fail-safe of this laxative effect. So that if you take too much, even with my remag, if I take five teaspoons, I'll get the laxative effect. So it's always there to help us. And that's um, something that uh, is an evolutionary uh, process, I think, because um, humans grew up around oceans uh, just so for food supply, for the fish and everything. Well, seawater has three times the amount of magnesium as it does calcium. So in order to get enough calcium for our bones, etc., the body developed the need for vitamin D, sunshine, and um, that helped us um, take all the calcium we could from plants and from fish, fish bones, etc. So the vitamin D was supportive of our calcium because there's so much magnesium in the kelp, seaweeds, and, and more in fish. Um, we developed the laxative effect. If we took too much, okay, then it goes through you. And then what, what we've done is turned that completely around to where now we're, we're eating in our diet probably 10 times the calcium as magnesium. We're taking huge amounts of vitamin D, which actually bumps our, our magnesium because you need high amounts of magnesium to metabolize your vitamin D. And the vitamin D holds on to calcium, which also bumps your magnesium. I have people who tell me, oh, my gosh, you know, I was doing great on my magnesium, but my doctor said my vitamin D levels were in the low normal range. So he gave me this way high dose of vitamin D. And all of a sudden, my heart palpitations came back. One woman had an eight-week migraine um, another woman said her son started having seizures. So when you use um, high doses of these nutrients, except for magnesium, you can get into side effects. So the, the fail-safe of magnesium is always going to be there. But then people should be aware that when you're taking high doses of magnesium, you do have to look at your calcium. And I make a big deal about that in my books as well, in my free ebooks. What you do is you look at your calcium food intake. You can get 350, 400 milligrams of calcium in, um, in a cup of yogurt. And what I say to people, don't look at your um, idea of uh, calcium as needing 1,500 milligrams, look at the RDA of the United Kingdom and the World Health Organization, and they say you only need 500 to 700 milligrams of calcium. And if you're um, eating dairy products, if you don't eat dairy, well, look at, look at fermented yogurt. Look at kefir. Those do not have lactose, if it's lactose that you're worried about. If it's casein that you're worried about, then look at bone broth. 
and your deep green leafy vegetables and your nuts and seeds and just add it up. And then every day look to your diet. And actually because some people are really uh, um, taking a lot of magnesium for their symptoms, I am working on on a picometer ionic calcium product with uh, silica and vanadium and boron as well. So I, because I don't, I don't eat um, dairy and I've gone years without uh, calcium supplements. I, you know, I'm realizing myself that I should make something available for myself and, and for people who don't eat dairy products. Yeah. Yeah. And I find myself too, I don't take it on a regular basis, but sometimes I find I do need it. I feel like kind of high strung or mm-hmm. I need a little, little bit of help sleeping or I get a muscle twitch and, and I can tell I need a little bit of calcium, but not definitely not daily supplementation like a lot of people are doing. Right. When I noticed my calcium um, weakness was when <laughs> I was uh, experimenting with intravenous EDTA chelation. So I set myself up. I did my own IV chelation. And with after two treatments, my knees started to hurt. And I thought, oh, my gosh, you know, there's my calcium. Because when you do these, these intensive uh, uh, chelations and detoxes, the body will react. I have a lot of people who come to me after intravenous chelation and they say, oh, my gosh, you know, I think I'm magnesium deficient. I don't know what's going on. I've been doing IV chelation. I do get an intravenous afterward with minerals. But um, what I find is people need consistent minerals when they're doing chelation. And I actually, you know, end up telling people, well, maybe you just need a more gentle form of chelation. And I work with my Realign and, and the Remag and Relight so that the body See, the body does not want um, toxins or heavy metals or chemicals. It'll put those toxins and heavy metals in fat cells first. And that's where a lot of the weight problems come um, with, with our, our current uh, problems with people in, in our society, the toxicity and everything. And when you go on a weight loss program and you you lose fat cells, you feel worse because of all those toxins coming out. So I tell people, you know, just gently detoxing on a on a regular basis is is much more effective than than going on either crash diets or crash detoxes. I mean, you've seen them. Um, yeah. Do a three day detox and and all will be right with the world and. You know, that it is, it's trying to entice people to, to take better care of themselves, but it's also trying to meet their needs that they want a, a quick solution, but it, it's never that, that easy. You have to develop a program, a consistent program. And, and actually, I don't know if you've seen, I have a, a two-year online wellness program called Completement Now, where every week people get a module that helps them decide, you know, about their diet, lifestyle, sleep, what nutrients to take. There's seven different uh, formats or seven different pillars, I call them. But, you know, people, they don't gravitate to that. That's too much information. People are too busy. They're working too many jobs. And 
And it, it really did come down to me deciding to do my products because people just said, I have, I can't, I don't have the time. Just tell me what to take. You know, just give me, <laughs> give me a supplement. And so, you know, for those people, I, I've created, you know, just four different products that I think meet, you know, 85 to 90% of people's needs. And then they can come to folks like you to fine tune, you know, because there are some people that they can't do it on their own. Yeah, I've done a lot of consulting over the years. And, you know, I, I just don't have the time to do that much anymore. But, you know, I do refer to people now. And I know that some people, they need their hands held, they need to, to fine tune it with a knowledgeable practitioner so that they can they can address just the the multitude of uh, of conditions that they have and the overwhelming information i mean even now wendy i'm looking at all this genetic testing that's going on and i tell people look start with the basics even there i say minerals and vitamins are actually what turns the genes on and off you know, you're not going to be able to ma- manipulate your genes. Not once since all this um, genetic um, engineering has begun have they been able to go into a human and take out a bad gene and make you better. They are not going to be able to do that, although that's kind of the promise that they, they seem to keep uh, uh, enticing us with. And I say, no, it's, it's more the, the epigenetics part of things where you want to manipulate the, the triggers for turning your genes on and off. The biggest trigger for, for the genes is magnesium. Yeah. So uh, even in the gene world, I really caution people, you know, not to get so involved that then, you know, they, they have this list of the you know, the hundred diseases they could have because they have these, you know, MTHFR or some sort of gene snip that's abnormal. And it's like, oh my gosh, these poor people. It's it's like the, you know, in the the natural practitioners who do these machines like the Zyto machine or or the different machines that test your body against your you put your hand on the machine and it tests your electrical conductivity compared to remedies or compared to tissues. And they'll come up with a hundred of the top things that are wrong with you. And it really freaks people out. And I tell people, just go with the basics, you know, get your minerals in line, gently detox, take some RNA drops to, if you want the woo-woo factor, and, and just see what's left over after you do the basics. Yeah. Well, Dr. Carolyn, Dr. Dean, thank you so much for coming on the show. That was so educational. I love talking about minerals with an expert like yourself. Um, but I have one last question I like to ask my guests. What do you think is the most pressing health issue in the world today? Hmm. Well, I could say magnesium deficiency. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> uh, it's probably misinformation. It probably is just the so much information and 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 even myself. I mean, I sh- I do admit I'm focused on 
the products I'm making now because I know they work so well. But, you know, when you go to a lot of websites now, uh, the allopathic websites are trying to promote drugs. And all the product websites are trying to say that theirs is the best. So, you know, people really have to, to try to have a, an open mind about where the information is coming from. But more so, it's um, to test things yourself. Like, um, I have people who've come to me on hundreds literally hundreds, 300 to 500 was the highest number of of daily supplements that this one woman was swallowing. And I say to these people, I say, well, we wouldn't be having this conversation if these were helping you. When you try products, just, you know, give it one to three months. If they're not helping, put it aside and move on. And if that's, if that's going to take too long, you know, just use your intuition, learn how to muscle test. There's the the O-ring muscle test that people can do to to test whether or not something is good for them. So it, it's really getting yourself the information that feels right to you, and then you you focus on that. Give it a trial, see if it helps you. If it doesn't, move on. Yeah. Well, Dr. Dean, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, can you tell the listeners, you know, where they can find you and more about your products and your Completement Now program? Sure. My main website is um, rnareset.com, r-n-a-r-e-s-e-t.com, and that has free ebooks under the info site uh, or section info link. And my um, blog website is drcarolindeen.com. And there's my free newsletter, four free weeks of my online wellness program. And actually, people can email me if they, they want a discount on my online wellness program. And I'm sure you'll have that information up where they can reach me on my email. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. I'll put your email and your contact information in the, the corresponding blog post and on the YouTube channel description. Absolutely. Okay, great. Yes. What more can I ask? Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on the show. And listeners, you can find more about me at live2110.com and learn all about how to heal your health conditions naturally, all about my version of paleo, the modern paleo diet, and all about detoxification, one of my favorite subjects. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening to the Live to 110 podcast.